0: Greetings from the European Parliament studio in Strasbourg. My name is Ilse Nagla, and today we will be talking about minimum wage in the EU. Is it as good as it sounds? And today I'm joined by Nikolaus Fest from Germany. Uh, here in European Parliament you are from the group of Identity and Democracy and in Germany you are from Alternative for Deutschland. Correct. And I was also supposed to join by the other MEP by Agnes Jongerius from the Netherlands, from the group of socialists and Democrats, but she chose to have it separately as she didn't want to talk uh, specifically with you. So there seem to be some issues with the MEPs, but I hope that in the end of the day, uh, our viewers will see sort of uh, different uh, views on the minimum wage.
1: I think, I think, may I say something? I think that this is all already a lesson for your audience. Democracy is about uh, debate and if someone refuses to get into a debate that shows you know that his understanding of democracy is somehow blurred or not existent
0: but let's get get to the today's business sure. minimum wage uh, you you have your your also your political group has voted against it mm-hmm. uh, why is that and isn't minimum wage a good thing helping to set the the, the level uh, in all EU countries and it's not the same wage in every country it's just the same criteria how the wage is determined
1: um, absolutely um, we are not against uh, minimum wage but we are um, there are several reasons why we voted against this particular proposal first of all there is no competence for the EU to set minimum wages um, article 153 does not, or does uh, uh, exclude all uh, trade and tariff uh, things from um, being set by the EU Commission. And I think that is um, important. And when Sweden joined the EU in 1994, it was the big debate about this issue in Sweden. And Sweden was promised that the EU will never touch and meddle with minimum wages and you know, trades and tariffs. So. Um, this would be a clear breach of uh, a promise and uh, of the treaties, and so this is actually the main reason. There are other reasons. Um, although you know, minimum wage is important; it should be, um, yeah, it should be up to the social partners to negotiate, to negotiate it. And, um, but in
0: Germany, minimum wage is set.
1: Yes, we in when this happened in two thousand fifteen. We were strictly against it because it is a very uh, dangerous slope. After the Second World War, um, our constitution deliberately said, let this question uh, be dealt with by the uh, social partners, by the unions and the employers. And the state should not meddle with these uh, things because um, if you if you have a minimum wage, you can also have a maximum wage. And we have seen a lot of states when inflation is coming, a lot of states were suddenly saying, OK, let's fix the wages so that we can uh, produce cheaper. And, you know, if you say, OK, um, we raise the level of uh, wages, um, the state can also say, okay, let's reduce the level of wages, and then you, the, the wage is not going up but going down. And um, there are numerous uh, samples when um, states have tried to do this, and for instance, the National Socialists have done that um, to uh, make.
0: Well, that's not exactly the example to follow, right?
1: Absolutely, you know. And so it's a very dangerous uh, uh, way um, you are uh, getting on when you set or when the state is allowed to set minimum wages. So
0: you're saying that it should be left to social partners. But Absolutely. in some countries, including my own, um, social partners are not that strong. The bargaining powers they have is much less than, for instance, in Scandinavian countries where the social bargaining covers, I think, 90% of all employees, uh, th- those contracts. Mm-hmm. So. For us, maybe that's a good thing uh, because uh, social partners—it will help social partners—and they are supporting uh, the idea that minimum wage is set.
1: Yes, but they are somehow given up on themselves. So if um, I I see the problem that there are um, uh, sectors where the uh, bargaining partner, uh, the bargaining partners, are not very strong, the unions are not very strong. But um, then they should try to become, to become stronger and to be more attractive uh, uh, for the people um, that they want to represent, to join them. But um, I think it's very dangerous to let the state interfere in uh, tariffs and in, minim- in, in wages.
0: But see, people sometimes expect that the state should help them uh, in, in the fight against poverty. And this is one of the tools how state can help.
1: Um, it It is considered to be one of the tools, but our experience in Germany is, is quite different. As I said, it was minimum wage, state minimum wage was introduced in 2015, and we have uh, seen that it is no protection against poverty because a lot of employers then said, okay, if uh, if the wage goes up, the the working hours go down. And so I will only employ you not for 40 hours, but for, let's say, 37. So in the end, you know, um, people uh, had more money at the end of the month. So, um, you know, it is uh, it is supposed to be, oh, that is what the unions and, and the leftist party always say, it's a protection against poverty. No, it is not.
0: But it's a directive about the minimum wage will go through anyway. Uh, and so we're going to see, but also it depends what kind of criteria are included in that uh, in that specific directive. Uh, you, you, you disagree with the, the idea as such, but mm-hmm. the criteria, do you think those, uh, those might work?
1: Yes, they might work, but I mean, this is a very, as I said, you know, um, this is also a very dangerous slope. If you um, say, okay, to protect people from poverty, we simply... Uh, neglect the treaties, the European treaties, and um, we let the EU Commission do what they are not, what, what it is not allowed to do. So um, that is our main objective. Yes, we can talk about certain criteria, and um, of course, the minimum wage in Bulgaria um, is probably or should be different in. Um, in uh, from the minimum wage in Germany or in the Netherlands or so that is uh, fully understood but um, the whole concept is wrong let this be done by um, by the the nation states you know by the by the social partners and um, all it will all it will lead to is more bureaucracy you know and um, more money spent on the on the wrongs on the wrong things so I'm very much opposed against the EU uh, interfering with, in, with uh, uh, minimum wages.
0: Thank you, Mr. Fest. That was the first part of our debate, which this time takes uh, place in two different parts. And now stay tuned for the second part. And welcome back to the second part of our talk about minimum wage and I'm joined by Agnes Jongerius, she's from Netherlands and here in the Parliament represents a group of socialists and Democrats. Yes. Uh, before we talked why minimum wage is not a good idea, why states should not in, intervene in it. Uh, you think that it is a good idea you support it and what does it exactly mean uh, that in Latvia where the minimum wage is 500 euros we will get the same minimum wages in Luxembourg
2: that sounds very good uh, that sounds very good but uh, alas for the people in Latvia that's that's not the intention of the proposal the intention of the proposal is that everywhere in Europe there should be a minimum wage which is at least reaching a threshold of decency because, uh, as Ursula van der Leyen had said in her very first speech in the European Parliament, it's a disgrace that in Europe some people work very hard and still cannot support themselves, let alone support their families. So we have working poor in Europe uh, and that should end. So the proposal is uh, have a floor of minimum wages in every European country formulate at the European level what we think is a threshold of decency, and ask the member states to look at their own minimum wages and see how quickly they can bring their minimum wages up to the desired level, so that no one in Europe is working hard and not able to uh, to live from their income.
0: I like when you said threshold of decency. Would that mean that with minimum wage, people should be able to survive, not only survive, but have a decent life?
2: To have a decent life, to be able to buy good food, uh, provide for schooling uh, for their children, uh, be able to have a good roof uh, uh, over their heads, and and have indeed decency. Uh, uh, And we're trying to formulate now with the proposal of the commission at the table, what the basket of goods would be. Uh, So you must be able to, let's say, uh, use public transport. Uh, uh, You must be able to uh, warm your house and don't choose between uh, uh, heating uh, or, uh, uh, or cooking. And you should be able to provide your children with a decent meal, don't send them to school without any uh, a meal, because I think it's especially young people who are very vulnerable. So a threshold of decency is pushing for the idea, let everyone in Europe be able to lead a decent life. Some say that it also will help against social dumping. How is that? How that can help? Um, by First, I'm very much in favor uh, of the freedom of workers to move around. Uh, this is one of the four fundamental freedoms in Europe, uh, uh, and uh, I think we should promote it uh, uh, anyway. But we have too many cases uh, in which people who are working as a labor migrant being uh, abused um, uh, for instance, in my country in the Netherlands. Uh, we have quite a lot of people working in logistics uh, uh, in the agricultural sector uh, and they are earning a non-decent income Uh, uh, and i think um, uh, if people are doing this this is perhaps because they don't see another opportunity to uh, uh, supply for their family at home so if we are able to raise the level of minimum wage if you can earn a decent income in your own country Mm -hmm. then you don't need to feel forced to uh, go to an other country uh, uh, and there uh, be also confronted with exploitation which is happening uh, uh, all over Western Europe uh, in Germany, in Belgium in France, but also in Mm -hmm. my country and I think this should stop so people are uh, 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 of course more than welcome to come, but please let it be a Honest and positive choice, uh, and not because in your own country you cannot survive uh, from the minimum income. But how do you
0: explain that the Scandinavian countries are opposing it because they think that the setting of minimum wage actually
2: going to decrease their standards for their workers? Uh, in and the uh, Scandinavian countries, especially uh, in Denmark uh, and Sweden, they have a system where the governments has no interference in uh, uh, wage setting uh, they do all uh, by collective bargaining between employers and employees and they are afraid uh, that uh, with this directive uh, uh, someone is going to say your system isn't perfect but if you look uh, at uh, their uh, their system they have a very high coverage of collective bargaining so uh, it's nearly 90% of the workers are covered by collective bargaining. And in that case, I should say, uh, a collective bargaining... Let them be? Let them, uh, let them be. So in this, uh, uh, in this proposal, we also say you have different ways to reach a minimum wage. You have the, different, the, the possibility, as uh, the uh, Scandinavian countries are choosing, collective bargaining. You have the countries with a statutory minimum wage. Uh, and you have some kind of mixed system. For instance, in my country, we have a statutory minimum wage uh, and we also have collective bargaining. So anyone who isn't covered by collective bargaining has at least the statutory minimum uh, wage. And I think in Europe, we should value all systems uh, uh, and also recognize that uh, with more collective bargaining, uh, the wage setting uh, and the inequality uh, uh, is the inequality is decreasing, so wage setting uh, through collective bargaining is helping Europe. Uh, so the proposal is not only on statutory minimum wage, it's also on how can we promote collective bargaining all over Europe. But the
0: minimum wage will not cover things like pensions and stipends and so on. So there is initiative which covers minimum income, that's a much bigger thing, right? How yeah. is that
2: going? Um, and the uh, idea of a minimum income has been also part in the initial, uh, initial plans of Ursula von der Leyen. Uh, and this week here in Strasbourg, the uh, European Commission presented their commission work program for the next year. Uh, 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 and there, uh, the minimum income uh, is mentioned as one of the uh, new initiatives the commission is going to work on. Uh, uh, Do you think it's a good idea? I think it's a good idea, uh, uh, but I would not stop working on the minimum wages, because I think it's also important that people from work can lead a decent life. Uh, and on the other hand, we should not overlook uh, that poverty, for instance, on under pensioners uh, uh, or uh, on people with disabilities, which keeps them from the labour market, are also a big Uh, issues at the European level. So I think it's a good initiative, but let us also work on the uh, minimum wage proposal.
0: Thank you so much for this uh, discussion. Thank you for joining us. We talked about the minimum wage and how it will help us towards the threshold of decency. Thank you.